0: Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah <coughs> Ye shadi hai beshak muhabbat ka zina Ye shadi hai beshak muhabbat ka zina Baharoon ki aamad sabaka tarannum Baharun ki aamad sabaka tarannum Nica de Masuno, Dukedil Kamarham Ye Fermage, Herasulemu Karram.
1: Seven minutes after eleven Central African time, a salamarikum, warahmatulahi, warakatu, wa a hellen was a hellen, warhaban becum. It's a pure. Beautiful Wednesday morning on our program, the Bless of Marriage, Haji Suleyman Esop. I'm gonna call him this morning, uh, the man in blue. <laughs> he, he's, he's looking blue. He's looking blue this morning, uh, my beloved Haji Suleyman Esop. Yeah. Well, remember, my beloved, wonderful listeners, if you are with me, you know what exactly what you need to do. Just tell me, Morana. Uh, you are listening to me, you are listening to Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah And of course uh, you are tuning in and listening to the bliss of marriage Remember our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132 84 3132 International Overseas Listeners plus two seven eight four seven eight six three one three two. 2784-786-3132 Well, today is the 20th of Safar 1445, uh, which is also the 6th of uh, September 2023 My beloved listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and half of Yusuf Asmal in company. I don't know when last I met. When was the last time you met Haji Faisal, Haji Suleiman Esop? I can't hear you. He says, "Malana, I think it was last year. That's what he says. Last year, Haji Suleiman Esop. So I don't know when was. Oh, he says, Molana. <laughs> Yo, wow. He says, Molana at CII. That was the last time he met Haji Faisal Asmal. Uh, and I don't know when was the last time I met him. And half is used to for smiling company. I want to welcome the listeners of Warka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jamaa. Rafat bin Ibrahim Hatta is the name, and um, our beloved, honourable, respected Fadilatul Ustad. Uh, he's not with me this uh, morning here in the studio. Well, he is I think though in um, Standon. I think Ustad is in Standon. Well. Uh 0847863132. That's our WhatsApp number. International Overseas Listeners, plus two seven eight four, seven eight six three one three two. Ustad. It's a beautiful morning here in Lanasia. How's the weather there in the Stenaton? Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Asalaamu waikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatu Ustad.
0: Wa alaykum as salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatu. Barakalla <laughs> fiqum wafat zakullah faidan to you and to our brother Suleiman Esop. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. We left about 9 o'clock with Hafiz Adil Kaji. And now we are here in Selden, Bahaji, Ibrahim Radens place, MashaAllah. And here by garage and filling station. So everything is fine with Allah's help and Allah's mercy. Ameen,
1: Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. Ustad, we'll your round down for the listeners of Marqas Sahaba and those who are following you, watch your program today, Ustad? We'll
0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. wa ala al-kareem amma ba all praise due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, Narisha and Cherisher of the Universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillah, we are here now in Sanatan. So after this, inshallah, we'll go home and have a small bite and thereafter Zahur Salat will be there in the township masjid. And where Mamdiba used to live, Marhum, Allah grant him and our Hajjababi and all of them Jannat al-Firdaus. And after Zohar, the program, then we will continue to Newcastle. And inshallah, after Isha, the program, day in Bajid al-Siddiq, day in Paradise, Newcastle. Then Thursday, tomorrow, Zohar, we will be inshallah al-Aziz in Tenauzer by Zahir Musa's place. And then a program after Zohar, inshallah. And then at night to Dundee. After Salim Tokrat's place, and let, uh, reward all of them. And after Isha is the program in Dundee, after Isha tomorrow night, Thursday. Then Friday, Jum'ah, we'll come back to Newcastle, the town bajit Masjid, inshallah. So we'll be there, Azan is 12.15, and the lecture there after. Then Friday night at Darulum, inshallah, our is Ismail, Aku, and then, mashaAllah Allah, reward them. And then Saturday, on our way back, Zohar, we will be there in Falkris, inshallah, Allah, Al-Aziz. And then we'll come home after the program, inshallah, Aziz. Second announcement is this. We sent out to all the groups and everything that regarding the divorce amendments. We got today, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. is very easy. We showed you all the steps and is wajib compulsory for every true Muslim. We must object on what the government and the politicians are suggesting because all that is against our Sharia and we cannot allow that. So therefore, this Friday is cut off 8th of September, so each one of you must sign it and the petition and just raise your objections and so forth, so that is compulsory as well. Another important announcement, yesterday I was there by Hazrat Mufti Zawal Haqsa, our Honourable Ustad, and we were discussing the majlis, the majlis on Sunday, 10th of September at Zakaria Khangka, Khangka Zakaria. And I informed that I don't know who's the person, but he made a big advert and wrote uh, that the Mufti Zawal Haqsa is the mufti, the grand mufti of southern Africa. So I was very upset with that and said, please, I must, you know, tell the people that he didn't tell anybody to write it and he doesn't like this. And definitely people who have written this, they do it with good intention. But it is exaggeration, and we must not do these things. Hazrat is not the Mufti of South Africa, Grand Mufti of South Africa, or the Grand Mufti of Southern Africa. He's the Mufti, and we call him Hazrat Mufti Sab of Dalum, Zakaria, MashaAllah. So we must put things in a proper perspective and not go and make gulu and go to exaggerate and extremes and so forth. So Hazrat instructed me to say that as well. So therefore, I'm just mentioning G. Hello?
1: Gee, Ustad. Ustad, somebody says here that, uh, I don't know if the brother is upset or not. He says, uh, Muftisab, do I have to tell my first wife that I have married another? I want an answer from the Quran only. If not, then I'm not taking your answer, Ustad.
0: Almighty Allah teaches us in Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 3. For in Allah ta'adilu fawahida. When you get married to two, three, four wives, then if you for in if you fear you can't do justice, then you must only have one wife. So it shows that you must remember that that you want to do all secret activities, clandestine activities, all haram, all these things here. So remember what you are doing is haram. You keeping the second wife as your spare wheel. And then you go to hidden run business there, and if you say you only accept Quran, and you reject the Sunnah, you're out of the fall of Islam. You must remember that nicely, because you're rejecting Quran itself. Quran Sharif says, That if you love Almighty Allah, then follow me, and immaculately, you become the beloved of Almighty Allah, and Allah will forgive you your sins. So how are you going to follow Nabi alayhi salatu salam if you don't follow the sunnah? Then the next verse, Surah 3, verse 31, then Surah 3, verse 32, Be obedient to all, my Allah, and Mustafa, sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. So how are you going to be obedient to Mustafa, sallallahu alaihi wa sallam, if you reject the sunnah? So be very careful. If you reject the sunnah, my brother, you're out of the fall of Islam. All your niqahs, everything is broken. And the secret nikah you made with the second wife is null and void also. It's not permissible. Hmm. A sister wants to
1: know, Ustad, can my eldest daughter, she's 19 years of age, can my eldest daughter of my first marriage travel with my husband currently, her second husband, Ustad, for Umrah, Ustad?
0: All Almighty Allah teaches us in Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 23, fi hujurikum min So when you got married to this lady, so she had a child from a previous husband, he divorced her or he passed away. So that daughter is called Rabiba. In English, we will say your stepdaughter. So once you consummated the marriage with your wife, the girl's mother, the lady's mother, so then after you consummated the marriage, then you become the mahram for her. So if the three of you want to go for Umrah, you, your wife and your stepdaughter, your Rabiba, as the Quran explains, then you must remember it's permissible that now you are her mahram and you can travel together.
1: Hmm. Somebody is asking you, Ustad, can I marry a non-Muslim sister, Ustad?
0: You go out of the fall of Islam, you marry her. Quran Sharif is very clear on this and you must listen to today's tafsir lesson Between 105 and 130 and I already sent out the podcast that whilst I was traveling because I recorded it on Monday. So they all might tell speaks of all these issues. You want to marry a Hindu lady, Buddhist lady, totally haram. You cannot marry a non-Muslim lady until she embraces Islam and true iman. Not just by the top of the tongue, she must have iman in the inner recesses of her heart so for a muslim male to marry non-muslim is haram and not permissible for a muslim lady to marry a non-muslim male whether it's christian jew hindu or buddhist or atheist, totally haram quran sharif is very dear on all those issues and chapter 60, chapter 60 surah mamtahina verse 10 so remember that the Muslim lady is not halal for them. That is for the non-Muslim man. And they, the non-Muslim men are not halal for her. So both ways Allah has mentioned it. So common sense also can prevail. If you marry a non-Muslim, hypothetically for argument's sake, so what will that lady do? What your children? She'll make them all non-Muslim. What will you do with the food? She'll bring wine, dine, and swine and all that day in your house. So I mean common sense. I know it's not common nowadays, but you also need to think, you know. Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 25, verse 74. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us such spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes. They bring joy to you. They are pious. Their character is sublime. And remember, they are mothers that will be the children training the children up also as good Muslim ambassadors and the husband also will play his role as a husband and a father. So that is what we want. We don't want dysfunctional families. We want a model father, model mother where they are good samples, examples for their children and for humanity and posterity.
1: Well, the brother is saying, Ustad, don't you think that she can accept Islam after I get married to her? That's what she said, Ustad.
0: Remember, it's all kufr, not permissible. When the day you marry, she must be Muslim. And if you want to do what you're saying, you go out of the fold of Islam.
1: My husband tells me he doesn't want to invite any of my family to his house, Ustad. And out of anger, I said, well, I don't want to invite his family as well. He says I got no right to do that. He will call his family whenever he wants and that I must know my place. I never, ever minded his family, moved up. I would have just liked some fairness. How can we make this right, Ustad?
0: Obviously, the husband also is talking nonsense. That he tells you that you can't invite your family. So your father, mother, brother, nobody must come there. But his entire family must come. And then you must cook for them and so forth and so on. So you must tell him, no, I will not cook for them. I'll cook for you. Yes, you are my husband. But for all your family and all, it's not my duty to cook for them and so forth. So remember this, that in a case like this, all Matthew Allah teaches us in chapter 47, Surah Muhammad, verses 22 and 23. So all Matthew Allah states in to when you have authority. So when you have authority, like the husband, he has authority. Antufsidu fil ardi. So remember that, that you cause mischief, fitna, mafasad, chaos on this earth. Wa tuqati'u and then you sever the family ties. So that's what he's trying to tell you, that you must have no ties with your family, and he and your family must have no ties with you. But he can have ties. So how, how are you going to justify that? It's totally haram what he's saying. Yeah. Quran Sharif says that if a person severs ties with his family, then remember, allah. allah tell us curses is on them. For all Almighty Allah makes them spiritually deaf. And Almighty Allah makes them spiritually blind. So we should be very clear on all these issues here. Surah 47 verses 22-23. So you must tell him, that if that's how you want it, fine. So you can invite your family and I won't cook. I don't do anything for them. And you take my name and tell him this. If you want to level the playing field, then I must also invite my family hmm. occasionally and so forth.
1: Hmm. Subhanallah. Somebody says, uh, respected Mufti what is Malka marriage? A Muslim woman claimed she married a non-Muslim in a Malka marriage ceremony. Ustad.
0: She's out of the fold of Islam. For a Muslim lady to marry a non-Muslim is a, totally haram. Surah number 60, verse number 10. And remember, Almighty Allah teaches us, لَا that is not permissible for a Muslim lady to marry any non-Muslim man, whether is a Jew, whether is a Christian, whether is a Hindu, whether is a Buddhist, whether is an atheist, whatever, totally haram. وَلَا هُمْ يَحِلُّونَ And remember that they, the non-Muslim men, are not halal for them, for the Muslim lady. So this is clearly, explicitly enshrined and mentioned in the Noble Qur'an, Chapter 60, Surah Mumtahina, verse number 10. Second one, that Milka marriage, Malka marriage also is not permissible. It's very similar to the Kuffar Shias, that Shias have Mut'a. Khomeini is 100% Kuffar and non-Muslim, and Shias are non-Muslim. So one example, I give you a book I have, so you must remember, they gave me all these books, Tawdihul Masahil Khomeini writes, that you can make Mut'a prostitution for one hour. You see, now the time is, for example, 11.25. So let's just say 11 o'clock, just to make easy. So now, 11 o'clock, you pay that lady 50 ren, 50 rupees, 50 dollars, 50 euros. 50 is example, whatever both parties agree on. You don't need witnesses. She don't need permission of her father, nothing. And then you use her for one hour, 12 o'clock, finish. She go her way, you go your, you go your way. And you must remember that she don't inherit nothing in Zubdatul ahkam Khomeini, la'annahu says this. So you must remember that they are the people who introduce prostitution. Shias, the kuffar, they introduce two things which no religion in the world introduce. One is prostitution, and they call it mut'ah. And then second thing, you must remember, they say you can lie, and they call it taqiyah. So therefore, they are kuffar, they swear, they curse, say, Bakr Bakal, say, now, Omar, say, now, Usman, say, the Aisha, say, now, Hafsa, Amir, Mu'awiyah, radiyallahu, anu majma'in. So therefore, this Milka also is like that. So you must remember, you tell the wife that, no, that I will get married to you, this is your mahar. You stay there, and I'll stay here, and then when I want to do some business, hit and run, then I'll come by you, and it's not permissible, all these things, all that and you're getting married to a non-Muslim, you're totally out of the fall of Islam.
1: Somebody says, Yo, Ustad, my husband is 45 years of age, and for everything he goes to his mother. His mother's decision is final, and he not even wants to make mashwara with us. If we have any problems, he runs to his mom. Is this
0: correct, according to Islam, Ustaz? Almighty Allah, Jalla addresses the husbands and commands them, Surah 4, Surah Nisa verse 19, 1-9, Hunna bil بِالْمَعْرُوفِ That you, the husbands, you must treat your wife, you must remember worth complete with equity, justice, and respect. And you can't be treating them badly, and so forth. So yeah. He is still like a, you know, mamaria. We call in Memon, we got a proper term for people like that, mamaria. What do you mean, mamaria? Anything now? He's 40 years old, 50 years old, but he must go back to his mother for everything. Like, so she will tell him do this, do this. So in Islam, that is not right. The mother has got her place, and remember that the wife got her place, and the children got theirs. So in Islam, you must remember, this hadith is authentic in Mustadraq Hakim. The person who has the greatest rights over the person, the male, even after marriage, is ummuhu, is his mother. And the person who has the greatest rights over the lady is a husband. So remember that husband must fulfill the rights of his mother, everything. She needs medication, she needs this, she needs daytime. Night time is the family's time, wife's time and children's time and that. When it comes to mashura, Quran Sharif says What a What a means husband, wife must make mashurah. This is the Quran. Not for everything you go make mashura with your mother. There are 101 things that got to do with the marriage, that got to do with the children. So there, you don't have to go and take Mashura and consult with your mother and so forth. So this brother yeah, is suffering from insecurity. For everything, he has to run to his mother. He lacks that self-confidence and so forth. So that is wrong. So you must start Taalim in your house. Take Riyadus Salihin, al Amal, and all these books. Inshallah, al-Nawabi, Nawabi, Alaihim Riyadus Salihin. Hazrat Shaykh, Hazrat Muhammad Zakariya, Sheikh Radiz, Nawr Allah, Murqadah, work. And inshallah, make dua and so forth. Today is Wednesday. After Zahur, dua is accepted. Read two rakat salat. And read, Ya Wadoodu Ya Wadood. Allahumma adim bainana. You see the Nabi, his name is Adam. Nabi Adam, alayhi salam. The dua is adim. On the Dal. you don't put a fatha, a zabar. You put a kasra, a zair. And the hadith is mentioned in Musannaf ibn Abi Shaybah, Allahumma, O oh beloved Allah ah him! so bring about eternal love pain, nana amongst us so in that way inshallah and when he's in a good mood and not in front of the children it was explained to him that he is suffering from insecurity lack of confidence he must take you in true confidence and your regarding matrimonial issues your children and so forth other things he wants to decide and all that he wants to discuss with his mother so it's fine he wants to take his mother's du'as and all that, that's fine. But it can't be that in every decision, the mother's decision is final, that's wrong Islamically.
1: Hmm. Somebody says here, Ustad, that um, I am really, really angry. My husband thinks that I'm his slave. Way in the fine print of our nikah does it state that we wives are their maids or servants, Ustad?
0: So we don't know what the problem is. It seems that you and your husband, you had a terrible row in Russians and blowout this morning. So you decided to come on the radio and vent your anger. But we don't know what happened. So sometimes it's the husband's fault, sometimes it's the wife's fault, sometimes both of you are to blame. So that's what I do, I tell both of you that I don't say husband is right, I don't say wife is right, we will picked this the starting point, both of you are wrong. So now we have to turn the negative into the positive and what we will do is both of you stop behaving like small little children, behave like adults, maybe you've got your own children also. Forgive one another and look forward. Remember, life is very, very short. Today we're here, tomorrow we gone. And in that way there, you all must be role models for your children and for people. Not that your whole day you are fighting and so forth. Now if your husband tells you something, then you say, no, I'm not your slave, and so forth and so on. And when you tell your husband, and he tells you go to hell and so go fly a kite and so forth. So obviously that is not going to work. So in Islam, is not the bodies only must meet the heart have to meet. And when the hearts meet, the unity of thought. When the unity of thought, then both parties go in the same direction. Otherwise, you'll be on conflict all the time, there'll be aroused reductions. So read the dua, I'm reading now, read it after me, I'll read it twice. Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud, Wadud is the attribute, the name of Almighty Allah, the one who Allah alone creates love. So Almighty Allah teaches us in the ending of Surah Maryam, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لهم الرحمن Verily the people who have true iman and righteous deed, then for them all will bring the wudda, the love, you see. So, Ya do Ya Wadudu. Then read now after me, repeat after me. Allahumma. You know the letter of the Arabic alphabet, Alif. So on the lamb put a Tajdeed. So you will see Alif allahumma allif bayna quloobina allahumma allif bayna quloobina oh all might allah bring about ulfa muhabba mawatta bring about true love compassion but in our hearts Allah. so there's unity of thought both of you got a slave, you know screaming match there that what you think i'm your slave then he says do my way or catch the highway I was coming now, you know, with Hafiz Adil Khaji mashallah, from Heidelberg, from uh Lens to Heidelberg, Heidelberg to Stanerton. I see they fixed up the road very nicely, you know, this is a hmm. Because normally when you enter Stellenbosch, then you know, because it belongs to MP, you know, hmm. that um, Pumalanga. Isn't you guys Pumalanga? So normally Pumalanga MP means Makulu Pothole, you know, the head side pothole craters, you know. But I see they sorted it out, you see. So you guys got in your marriage so many potholes there, so who's going to sort it out? Only you have to sort it out. Nobody can sort it out. So behave as responsible adults and Muslims and Quran Sharif says was sulhu That reconciliation is the best. I one more question Yeah, They made some nice tea and all that here for us. So after that, just let the tea get cold and it'll be. And let me tell you one quick story. When I came here, the generator was blowing full blast. We just made assalamu alaikum. And generator stop and the lights came back. Title
1: so I told Afiz Adil, must be his to <laughs> Subhanallah Afiz Adil. Ustaz, listen to this one. Yeah. I think the brother maybe is a bit upset. I'm not going to say from where uh, the place is named, but I'm just going to say from Johannesburg. To the previous question about mothers. Uh, I will never throw my mother away, Mufti Sab, over my wife. Janet lies under my mother's feet. Did Mufti AK put your mother second best than your wife first? My mother is my mom. There's too many women to get married to, but a mother is only one mom. How can Mufti run down our mothers? Uh, the brother is from Johannesburg, Ustad.
0: You see, brother, if you turn out to be an idiot, it's not my fault. You understand? You don't listen properly. I told you, you didn't I go to Hadith and tell you? You don't listen properly. Inna adaman nasi haqqan al-rajul Nabi wasallam said, the person who has the greatest rights over the male, even after his marriage, is his mother. Didn't I say that? But you don't hear, you know, because you're so angry with your wife. So now, therefore, you just must interpret and blow your gasket and get confused and blow your fuses. Don't behave like an idiot and a fool. So you must remember what is the point. You don't make mashura with your mother for everything and be a small laitiki and a mamaria and a baila. You must grow up and stop blaming others for all your problems. Why are you going to marry her then? You went to propose <laughs> to her. <laughs> so Islam teaches us, Inna Allah a'ta haqa, That verily, Islam teaches us you must fulfill the rights of everybody. Don't think you go to Jannah just by looking after your mother and making zulam and oppressing your wife. You go straight to Jahannam. Quran is telling you, bil بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Surah 4, verse number 19. That is compulsory upon Muslim husbands that how you must treat your parents properly and well. So you have to treat your wives also with respect and justice and love. That is what Quran is teaching you, mm. and it's compulsory.
1: 11:34 uh, South African time. We go for our interval and uh, let our beloved fadila Tulustan enjoy that samosa and the hot cup of tea. Don't go away. Stay tuned.
0: Well, it's exactly now uh, uh,
1: 11.37 Central African time On this beautiful, mashallah, uh, Wednesday morning Let me just uh, find out if my ustad is back Ustad, are you back with me, ustad?
0: Ready, ready for you like ever-ready battery.
1: SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah. Ustad, there's, uh, there's about two or, two or three messages that came in now from different listeners. Can Muftisab explain actually about the Divorce Amendment Bill? I think some listeners are confused, Ustadi.
0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. You know we live in South Africa. And then the first issue was, which you told you that last week you must sign a petition... So that was, you must remember, regarding us, the people who perform nikah, that they said that if we are not registered, you must remember that as marriage officers, Moana Arafat performs a nikah, he's not a marriage officer, I perform a nikah, and uh, I'm not a marriage officer, then they will prosecute us, arrest us, and give us five years prison, and on top of that, a fine. People who are committing murder in South Africa, rape in South Africa, sometimes don't get the punishment. Now, how can we ever accept that? So that was last week. You must remember that. There's one issue finished, and now the government will decide. But our response was very, very good. Allah, for reward, Hazrat Muhammad Ahmad, Sadiq, the, the Hafizullah of the Majlis. And these kind of issues, there's no one to beat him in South Africa. He knows exactly how to word it and what to write and so forth and so on. So now you must remember amendments to the divorce bill. we telling them, stay out of all our marital issues and divorce issues, inheritance issues, and so forth. But you get some politicians who want to poke their nose. You must remember in the Sharia, so they can score some cheap points. You must remember that. So, so that voting time they can say that see what we did for the Muslims and so forth and so on. And some crooked Molvi scholars for dollars also will join them. Do You know how they joined the lesbians and so forth and went to court and all these things. How they went to court to close the masajid. That same group, they joined the lesbians also regarding the Muslim marriages bill and so forth. So we are saying don't interfere with our marriages. Don't interfere with our divorces. Don't interfere. You must remember with our inheritance and so forth and so on. So that is what we want. That there will be non-interference. See under apartheid. Mm -hmm. Apartheid was totally wrong. It was an inhumane system by the white keys and the Buddha. But they never interfered with our Our religious issues. So why you want to interfere with us, you must remember that. And our Muslim politicians, let me be clear on this issue. Since 1994, I didn't find one single politician, Muslim, who I can say did something good for the Muslims. Remember that. He was there sincerely for the Muslims. They were all just there for the money, and you must serve their own interest and so forth. Go and see in 60s, 70s, 80s what their bank balance was, and go do a financial audit and a forensic audit, and you will see. Then they just came in and then they'll use Islam for the hidden agenda and ulterior motor. The same thing is happening now. So therefore, we must reject it and we must sign the petition and say we reject it. We don't want interference from the government or from any politicians. So that should be our objections.
1: Usain, I've got a listener from Australia, from Perth. He's listening to you at the moment. He says in Australia, a person is called a marriage celebrant they are licensed and only they can perform the nikah at the
0: charge Ustad? so you must remember i don't know what the australian law is and so forth so if you say that the person you must remember in australia in perth or in brisbane or melbourne or wherever else it is that only that person there, and that is the law, and the Muslims just accepted it, you know, as normally happens in many countries, they tell you this, and then they just accept it. We're not going to accept it, mm-hmm. so we made a big noise, and we have done so in the past, you must remember, though, and many times we have won, and so forth. So you must remember that for the Muslims, they should rise to the occasion, and so forth. But now, if that is the law... So you must get a Muslim person then who's registered and so forth. And then he performs the nikah. Don't go to any non-Muslim person and so forth. And if you have to do that, so then it will be like this. You see, let me give you an example. And then you can use the law of analogy and that will be helping you. See in South Africa, let me give you an example. This Adil is here in front of me, Half Hafiz Adil. He's 24 years old, he's looking for a wife. Between close of marriage, so let's advertise him, you see. <laughs> he's a good guy, inshallah. Ameen. You understand? What I know he's a good guy, inshallah. He's a Hafiz also. So anyway, you must remember this. So now he has to get married. So his nikah I perform, for example, I am not a marriage officer. So that's his nikah. Everything is valid. That the girl's father gave permission, he's happy, the lady is happy, there's witnesses, everything is above board. Then he goes, you must remember, to court and what have you, and does a civil marriage. And thereafter he registers A and C. A and C got nothing to do with the political party. It had anti-neptual contracts. So that's the meaning of A and C in this text and context. Anti-neptual contract without excluding the accrual system. So that will be your civil marriage. So for you in Australia, that if you have to go that route, so you got your Molanas, you got your Imams, you got your Sheikhs, everything, they perform the Nikah. So your nikai is done. Mm. And then for government purposes, then you go to that person there, whatever the name they gave him, presiding officer or what have you and so forth. So that will be your civil marriage. Now you are recognized as a married couple according to Australian law. So when a person dies and so forth, there won't be any issues. But the main thing you must see is this. When you are going to register your marriage according to the law of the land, So what will happen to your inheritance and all these type of things? Therefore, in South African context, we say it's not permissible that you just go and just choose any matrimonial regime and you get married, COP, community of property or something. It's not permissible that so you have to choose that is a and c anti contract without a cruel system so you my brother sister then australia Perth, tell the molana the imam the sheikh to perform your nikah your son daughter's nikah all parties happy the girl is happy her parents father everybody is happy so that's the nikah then the civil marriage, you go by ABC, Tom, Dick, and Harry, Tom, Dick, and Mary, or whoever else, and so forth. So, inshallah, that will be... But the only thing I want you, that you must go. And in Melbourne, there are a couple there, Abdullah, Amatullah, we made them Muslim, Allah. And the lady is a judge they in Melbourne. So if anybody knows her, uh, you can contact her and, and she will be very sympathetic to you and explain to you how the Australian law devolves and works and so forth.
1: <laughs> Hustad, listen to this one here yeah, from world. He says, Muftisab, please give us Hafiz Adil's profile. Please, Muftisab, is he fair and where does he live? I hope he's not Gerjamai, like the boys in Johannesburg, Hustad.
0: So, Hafiz Adil, we already got proposal for you. Bye, he's sitting here in front of me. And, and you, you married. Ah, oh, there's other one brother here, Muhammad, you understand? So, I asked him, he's married, otherwise, you can't be papayinak, Otherwise, you get him also married. So, Muhammad is member, and Adil is there. Adil story that I know is this. So, Adil is a Hafiz, mashallah, he's a good guy, and he goes lot in Tablik and Jamaat and so forth and so on. And, MashaAllah, that you must remember that his parents passed away tragic circumstances. He mm. stays there in Newcastle. And, MashaAllah, he sells cars and so forth and so on. And he's a good guy, very good guy, Inshallah. And so you will get married. So there's no my business in there. Mm. You go to Newcastle and you make your own castles there, Inshallah. Okay? <laughs> so if you want his number and all that, then you contact me. Don't contact Adil. So 71 so inshallah, then I'll give you his number, and then tell your father to contact mm. him, not you contact him. Then again you'll start all problems then. Tell your father to contact him, then you can ask him his history and geography and all that. They're asking, is he fair, Ustrad? Uh To me, it looks very fair. They're asking how <laughs> fair you are. <laughs> he doesn't look like a mexican or somebody he looks like a muslim uh, <laughs> then, and uh indian muslim he looks on my tinkato or, or from what time you are by so, surti or, gujarat they so, say a uh, surti uh, kaji kaji surti so i remember <laughs> you so that is the whole history here on ages now
1: Ustad, i lost i lost my father a year ago i can't cope at all Ustad. i cry all the time as my father was my everything my world what do I can I read or what can I do? Anonymous Ustad.
0: Anything you want to know, you must go to the Qur'an Sharif and the Sunnah Mubarakah, Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 286, the last verse of Surah Baqarah. The Surah Baqarah is atwal Surah Tintil Qur'an, the longest surah in the Noble Qur'an. Allah Jalla Wala states, La yukallifullahu nafsan illa hus'aha. Allah has not burdened any person more than his or her ability, capability, capacity. Everything that happens is within us. So you lost your father, so you should be doing the following. So read Surah 14, verse 41. Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents and the believers the day the reckoning is established surah 14 surah ibrahim verse 41 so that's first thing second thing you say one year ago and you're just crying so now i want to pose certain questions to you it crying only what is going to help it's not going to help so you must get now into become proactive is your father's will sorted out so remember first thing burial funeral expenses Second, the debts of the deceased, personal debts, corporate debts, business debts, all must be sorted out. Justice delayed is justice denied. That our creditors paid. Third one, your father may be made wasiyah to bequeath to other people, maybe a masjid, madrasa, even a non-Muslim. So you must remember that would be permissible, provided that the burial funeral expenses are taken, of, the debts are paid, and so forth. So when you bequeath to non-heirs, the maximum is one-third of the net estate. So all that must be implemented immediately. Then you come to the shares of the heirs. So the deceased wife, your mother, she must inherit... The disease that is grandparents, so your dada, daddy, your paternal grandfather, paternal grandmother, they must inherit. Then you children, you must inherit sons and daughters, ratio 2 to 1. So all this you have to attend to immediately. Third one you must remember is this, that crying. Crying, if we cry unintentionally, (inaudible) Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam cried, when his beloved son Ibrahim passed away, 18 months old, and the master, alayhi salatu wasalam, crying, Inna and the tears were rolling down. But what, what precedent did the Master, Alayhi Sallallahu leave for us? And because of your separation, oh my beloved son Ibrahim, we are so sad, we are grieving, I can't talk to you, I can't walk with you. So in Islam, we don't cry because of death of a person, we cry because of Judah. We cry because of separation. We cry because now we can't meet the person, we can't talk to the person, we can't walk with the person. So if you are crying, and unintentionally, that is rahma, is a mercy. But to keep on crying after one year and so forth, is not right. Quran Sharif states, you must remember in Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 155, 156, 157, Wabashiri Exercise patience and glad tidings for you. إذا أصابتهم مصيبة. That when a calamity afflicts a person and falls upon a person, then what do they say? They say, lillahi لِلَّهِ inna إِلَيْهِ Verily we belong to all and unto all Majllah is the return. So we have to have that sabr. And remember that upon such people, the blessings of Almighty Allah comes. Allah's mercy comes. And those are the people you must remember Allah guides. Last week Friday, not this Friday, three, four days ago. So you must remember that that the previous Friday. So say ten twelve days ago. So remember I was in Heidelberg. And then what I did, so you must remember that. So when was I in Heidelberg? Now, five days ago, I was in Heidelberg, yeah. So not this past Friday, I was in Heidelberg. So now I went there for my car, for my license, right? My driving license. So I had to go pick it up and whatever you. Then I must go graveyard. My parents, my brothers, brother-in-law, and family members are buried. So even now, after 20, 30 years, remember tears come. So that is on certain occasions you remember them. But to keep on crying, that is not right. So you must remember you have to exercise patience, you have to exercise endurance, you have to love and carry on and make dua for them, give out charity on their behalf, read Quran Sharif for them and give out some water and so forth. And not one day, every day do some good deeds for them. If you are a good son, you will see your father in the dream and so forth. He'll be smiling with you that this is my son. And even now, he's doing so much for me. So that is what you must do, son. Just crying is not going to help. So you Mm -hmm. must live up to reality and fight it, my brother.
1: Ustaz, since you mentioned about Heidelberg, uh, there's a a brother, he says, this is Haji Mahmood from Springs. He says, we heard there's few women in Heidelberg looking for good men for marriage. Please, can I call you after the program? I have my own house, my own shop. Whoever marries me, inshallah, I will treat them like a queen. Haji Mahmoud, Ustad.
0: Masha'Allah. So they will be the queen and you will be the king. You understand? <laughs> what will you be? King Charles or what? You understand? <laughs> king Charles is a crooked guy. You know, he was committing adultery all the time, the Harami. So you must remember, my brother, Haji Mahmoud, may I don't get involved in this. I left Heidelberg. Which year we are now? 2023. This is 2024. I left Eidelberg 1974. So how many years we looking at? 50 years. So the people, you're going to tell me, Ibo Hari, Chine, one Bula, Emche, and Etemche, and Under the Armche, and all that me, I don't know the people there now. I know very few families, the old families I know. All these new families I don't know, Aji Mahmoud. So you contact the molanas there and all of them, they will tell you, Ke I go Rupari chain, I bow Hari chain, <laughs> I under the arm and all that, you contact them. Then me, I don't get involved in these things there. Sorry about that, Haji Mahmud. So the, the, <laughs> you see our people, I'm <laughs> telling you this, I've got experience with Allah's help. i mean, in media over 20 years, you know. So many people tell me, why you don't do this? That you must fix this one up with this one. They yeah I fix some people up in our family and so forth with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. I say our people are such if things work out, the Asman They'll put you right on top of the sky, they'll take you from Maharaj. And let one, two nikahs break. The way they will sway you, right till kiamat day. Mm. So why we must get involved in these things there? Yeah? So Haji, make us maaf you in springs. Springs to Hyderabad is near, Baji. Let's go there and check it up. How's that there? We can you know, check them all up. <laughs> so the petrol price went up, inshallah. But you pay, you filled your tank up with the old price, so you're still all right. So you go and check them up there, inshallah, and everything will come right.
1: He says he's very independent, Ustad. He's got his own shop.
0: Yeah, very good. We make dua for you. Allah, ta'ala. what happened to your wife and children and all of them? So there's all issues also, you know. Mm. See? Somebody says my husband is all day
1: outside, Ustad, going for tabligh and ibadat in the masjid. My kids and I are all alone at home all day. Is this Islamic, Ustad?
0: Remember Quran Sharif taught us principles. Wajalna Laila Libasa, Nahara Daytime, Allah ta'ala made, so you must go and seek your livelihood. And nighttime, Allah ta'ala made, لتزكو that you must get sukoon, peace, tranquility. So where are you going to get sukoon, peace, tranquility? Just take these two ayats. Wallahu ja'ala lakum min sakana. In your home, your home is a source of peace, tranquility, serenity. Your house becomes a home, and your home becomes dara salam, home of peace, tranquility, and serenity. And your wife, you just embrace her and you just look at her. So your wife should bring to you sukun. Nabi Adam alayhi sukoon means peace, tranquility, serenity. Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam, the first human being created by Allah Jalla Wala himself as the masterpiece of Allah's creation. And now he's alone in Jannah. So no wife, no life. So now, ya Allah, I need a spouse. min minha So Allah created from him, now from the rub. She and I created. So now she came into existence. So why? Allah says, So sukun will come. Peace will come. So nighttime, remember, is for the wife and the children. You brother, every day tabliq every day mashura, every day there, that's wrong. You must have a timetable. Once a week, twice a week you make dash. Then one night, mashura. Then four nights, you must be there by your wife and children. Not every night, day, day, eh, and all that, and you think you're doing so good and all that, no. You must remember hulu going to extreme, it's not permissible in Islam. So Islam teaches us hukukullah, the rights of Almighty Allah, and simultaneously hukukul ibad. Surah 4, verse 19, Treat your wives with love, with respect and justice is compulsory. And look at the practical example of Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, hadith intermediary, and who will report this hadith? Nobody else than Siddiqua, Sayyidah Aisha, Siddiqui Ladli, Siddiqui Beti, Siddiqui Sahib Zadi. Sayyidah, oh, because Siddiqua radhiyallahu anhu's daughter, Sayyidah Aisha radhiyallahu anha says, Regarding the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, The best of you are the best of you to your wife and your children, and I am the best to my wife and my children. Story time. 1977, from Karachi, I went to India, then to Jalalabad. And there I spent the whole Ramadan 1977 in Jalalabad. By Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Maulam Asiullah Khansab Marpadahu. He was also our Sheikh. He gave me the name Lamba Kurtawala because I'm upside down. You know, my topi also is not that five-pillar. My kurta is not the short one, it's the long one. So Hazrat Ji said, I still got a letter also. And I told Hazrat Ji, if you said this to object, I'll stop wearing it. So Hazrat said, No, menetu mohabat me arskyata, that I love you, therefore I said it. You see, so these are the mashay, these are the olyaullah. Yeah, so Hazrat Shah Hazad Shay, Hazaji Nawarullah Kadahu of Jalalabad used to say puri kahe the whole world can say, Ap am at ho, that you are a good person. But you're not a good person, that you're a bad person, you won't be considered as a good person. The whole world can say you're a bad person, and your wife and children say you're a good person. Then by all Allah, by Mustafa, Rasulullah, you are a good person. That is the ma'yar. That is the barometer. That is the teaching. So When you stay in the company, of these awliyaullah, then you come to learn all the finer points of Islam. Uh, I think, Malana, we have to stop there. Time is up. So we just give our programs quickly. So, inshallah, we are here in Steniton, and then now we will go there. To the house inshallah of ajib and then zohar time then after zohar a program inshallah here in the standard and masjid and then the township that is indian township and thereafter inshallah we proceed to newcastle and then after isha inshallah tonight will be programmed in masjid the Siddiq, then in paradise and then inshallah we will speak tomorrow also again i'm just reminding you is wajib compulsory upon every true true muslim we only got two and a half days now left Today, half day, Thursday, Friday, so actually two days if you look at it, so that you must sign a petition against the government and politicians who want to change our laws of divorce and so forth. So we don't want anybody to change what Allah Jalla Walla, gave us, what Mustafa Rasulullah gave us, that's very, very important and today is Wednesday and the hadith Imam Bukhari rahimahullah, mentioned in al Adabul mufrad on Wednesday afternoon after Zuhru was accepted. So we all should beg Almighty Allah you know what is happening in Al-Aqsa Mubarak we all know what is happening in India, we know what is happening in our country. Almighty Allah guide one and all and if there's no guidance Allah Allah decimate and destroyed and marriage of Islam and Muslims, Amin. Next up, news, inshallah, with Brother Suleiman Esop and the tafsir will be today for 105 to 130, inshallah, very interesting, listen to it, Surah 2, verse 221, regarding marriage, which lady you can marry, and so forth, which person you can get married to, the male, and what should be the criteria, and so forth, very interesting. Jazakallah, <laughs> here and to you, Mohan Arafat Suleiman Essox. You send me the podcast, we'll send it out, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaikum, <laughs> salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, see you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah from the team. Allahumma <laughs> wa hadibina wa hadibina wa jamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the humor.